This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. There's possibly a lot that you don't know about, I don't know, the fact that this is National Marine Week, that African Penguin Awareness Day is just around the corner, and later on this month, Freshwater Dolphin Day. If you don't know any of those things, it means you haven't been spending time on thegreentimes.co.za. The Executive Director of The Green Times, eco-consultant and coach, and just an all-round nice lady, Alma Pollard. She's on the line all the way from the Helderberg. Hello, Alma. Good morning. Lucky to speak to you. And to you. Thanks for highlighting these things. I didn't know it was National Marine Week, but now I do, thanks to The Green Times. <laughs> it's a pleasure. Somebody needs to update you. <laughs> now I know. You can't <laughs> say you didn't know. So we're talking rubbish today, are we? We're talking rubbish. Let's see how that goes. <laughs> Some people are saying, well, that doesn't What's different? Here, here we are um, uh, feeling like, well, we haven't been able to get to the beach for a long time, and now everybody's heading there. And, of course, the weather's also allowing it. And with that, the realization that we gave, as you've mentioned in the past, nature, a little bit of a break from us. But here we are again, nature, and I hope you're ready for us and all of our bad habits. <laughs> Same, yes, but we are improving, hey? I'd like to imagine so, Alma, yes. I think the awareness is really spreading. I mean, I can speak on mainstream media mm. about my green work without them thinking I'm off the wall, you know? Amazing. That's an improvement. Yes, you're not alternative anymore because that's what the, no. the word was, wasn't it? Alternative now, this has to be mainstream conversation. Yes, hallelujah. Sure, it's a good thing. Arriving, you know? Mm. And, uh, after, after screaming up and down for so long. <laughs> but it, it, it's usually the case of, and, and this is true for general health and, and for other things as well, though, Elmer. You know, it's, you, you're feeling unwell and you go and sit and you wait for the doctor to tell you, ooh, look at these x rays, look at the scan, you better change something or else. We need to rather just start to take care of ourselves from the word go that we never have to have that awkward and scary conversation. Absolutely. And you, are you suffering from allergies? You said something about spring. Yeah, every now and again, I feel a bit of a sneeze coming on. I can feel it. And I know it. it's a September, October thing. And I leave it behind at this time of the year. So it doesn't catch me you know, off guard. I know it's coming. And, and that's it. Um, but I don't enjoy it. You think it's the pollen? I'm, that's exactly what it is. In fact, for me, it's grasses. I've had that test done. So it's, it's, yeah, it's grasses, pollen from the grasses. I also have this very interesting and very sad phenomena that I get every every this time of the year, and that is that thousands of bees come and die in my house. Oh, my goodness. My windowsill's full of bees, my bath full of bees. And, of course, then I realized that a few days ago I saw my neighbor across the road spraying the curb. Ah. And so now I'm on a mission, honestly. <laughs> I mean, year after year, I'm like, what is this? And then I realized, no, but, you know, there must be a connection. So that needs to be stopped. Lots of work for us to do. Yeah, I can hear that, Alma. Let's talk a little bit about this uh, this rubbish that we're talking about. Is it? Is it? Are we cleaning it up? Yes. Well, you see, I mean, you know, I did integrative waste management training twenty years ago, and I ran a recycling depot thirty years ago. So it's been a long time that our landfill sites have been filling up. We used to have this map to show this was the Greater Cape Town mm. only that I trained about, you know, all the, the local landfill sites and how full they are and what it costs and how difficult it is to, you know, all the work, all the engineering, all the money goes into creating those cells with all the lining to try and keep the leachates out of the groundwater, etc. So we've known it for a long time. And in Cape Town, of course, we've started this 
uh, you know, a long time ago, basically mm. 20 years ago, and we are quite quite ahead of the country now. And I see this story even says, you know, the landfill sites are now so full in Joburg and Twani that they have to focus on recycling, yeah. which is, of course, what needs to happen, which is why they're now training 18 to 30-year or 35-year-olds um, in integrative waste management, and that's creation, that is um, um, recycling. And, of course, part of integrative waste management is always composting because you first have to take your organic waste out of, mm. out of the stream. But they're also teaching them business and financial skills. So this is actually a, just a lovely good news story so that people are being empowered. I've always said, you know, if we could take the country's matriculants who are unemployed mm. and put them immediately into a, like a green college, to learn to become eco-warriors and create yeah. work out of that will sol- solve all our problems. <laughs> yeah. So some people are on onto that, 15 groups of 20 people, and they say um, that uh, waste management is only starting up. You know, it's, it's still at the beginning stages. Well, that's maybe in a hot thing. It's not the case here. We've been doing it for a long time, but there's never, it will never be over. We still have, if you drive around, you still see waste everywhere. Yeah. The waste is turned into a resource, and, 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 and it's a business opportunity. It's a free resource. You can get what business, other business can you run where your resources are free? Mm. So you can collect them, clean up the environment, and, and turn that into money. One thing about garbage is it's everywhere. We all make it in some way, shape, or form, if it's recyclable or not. Um, uh, so there feels like there's this disconnect between opportunity that's been sought after, and I'm sure many would be interested in doing this they, they just don't know so it feels like we need to make this connection this mentorship or awareness connection between here's an opportunity and here you are with a need and a want to want to do something constructive with your life yeah absolutely i mean we we have to just lose the word rubbish mm. that, that that can't exist anymore there is there's no more waste it's just resources that comes from the earth you know it takes mining it takes transport it, it emits carbon dioxide these are resources that must be forever in a closed-loop system. So, you know, our, our circular economy that we are busy building. So, I mean, hopefully, in a short period of time, you won't see any, any so-called waste anywhere because it will not be waste anymore. So, if we look at the story that, uh, that's on the Green Times about uh, youth receiving training to start recycling businesses... Um, how can we get this vo- voice or this message out to people that need to hear it? I mean, what platforms are, 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 are connecting people with these opportunities? And if we look at the story, the, the, there's a photograph of the classroom with all the necessary social distancing and mask wearing and everything in place. You can see it on the photo. There's still a good number of people, but the seats could, it could be fuller. And if the hall was bigger, there could have been more people. So, so how are those yeah. people being invited? How are these young people getting their invitation? How are they hearing about it? And I know this well, is coming this from Gauteng. This is through an um, NGO that I don't personally know. Uh-huh. Um, in Cape Town, they, you know, we do have the Institute of Waste Management, and they will be coordinating all of this. They, will, they are normally the, the entity that I send people to mm. to find out more. If you want to train, go and ask them what is the training in your area. Because you know, people who collect recycling, these are not really the recyclers. Yeah. They are the collectors. These are the collectors being trained to have a business where everything is brought to you. They will have some empl- people that they employ to go and fetch things. 
and then they then sell it on to the recyclers. The recyclers are the people who turn the waste into something else. Mm. These, these terms are often confused. And, of course, you first have to sort everything. So you've got seven different types of plastic. You've got four different types of paper. And your metals are separated into different types of metals. Um, glass is glass. That's one thing that remains the same, even when it's recycled how many times. It doesn't lose its qualities. But it's very expensive to recycle because the furnaces um, have to reach massive temperatures. So with everything, um, particularly with glass, but with everything, reuse is always the first thing. Well, first thing is reduce. So you want to first have less waste. Mm. Then you want to reuse all these things. And I was very happy to see recently that more and more of the glass cooling bottles are going to be made in reusable bottles. Mm. The only reason why some bottles are not reusable is because they are a shape that doesn't go into the washers. So they need to all be standardized to a washable shape so that we can start giving all our glass bottles back. So then we know if we buy glass, then it's going to go back and it's going to stay in the loop. We are not creating any waste. That's um, so, you know, this is, this is a great step forward for us. You'll find that story. It's on the Green Times. Township youth receive training to start recycling businesses. A beautiful thing. And who knows? If you uh, a bit of an influencer, you can uh, connect with the people uh, mentioned in this uh, article. Who knows? Uh, we'll find out the equivalent here in the Western Cape and uh, start connecting young people and start the ball rolling. There's an opportunity if ever there was one. Just in closing, Alma, um, I enjoyed that documentary, My Octopus Teacher. I wasn't quite oh. sure what I was getting myself into when I watched it. And there were points which I thought, this is rather unusual, but I really loved it. And the, oh. the cinematography, beautiful. Was that not an awesome movie? Honestly, you know. And we can all build these these wonderful relationships with nature. You know, I spend a lot of time sitting in my garden watching. Mm. And what you learn, you know, I've got weaver nests hanging over my pool. And the interaction between them and the fish, my, 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 my pool is rather a pond than a pool. Um, and the fish waiting for them, they catch whatever comes down there. <laughs> And at sunset, the frogs hop out and they start merging into the garden. You know, there's so much happening yes. that most of the time we don't, we don't see, especially when we have our eyes in screens. I mean, that really cuts you off nature. So I say the balance to the screen is always nature. Let's go there. Mm. Hashtag go outside. There we go. <laughs> <Alba> <laughs> like when we were kids, we were always told to go outside. Yes. <laughs> Let's go go outside. Yeah. <laughs> now we've got to then... And then they got to go find us to come back home. You know that yes. when the street lights come on, that means you got to run home. And boy, oh boy, do we run home fast. Alma Pollard, editor of The Green Times. Thanks for a great publication. And you'll find it on thegreentimes.co.za. Here's to a beautiful Green Wednesday. Bless you. Have an awesome day. Thanks, Alma. Bye-bye. Bye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.carepulpit.co.za